Dave Crostel is telling his second story, I believe, is that true, at the Next to Normal. He is an ISU theater education graduate who retired after 32 years of teaching theater, English, speech, and psychology. He's performed locally in dozens of shows at Heartland Theater, Community Players, Cornstock, Winter Playhouse, The Station Theater, and most recently in Nomad Theater's inaugural production just last weekend. He's also performed in the Evergreen Cemetery Walk and the Illinois Shakespeare Festival, but tonight he'll tell us a story that takes us back, way back, before all of that. Join me in welcoming Dave Crustle. <laughs> Hi, welcome. Attention, Kmart shoppers. That blue light is flashing in your sporting goods department where we are featuring our Eureka Hootenanny Lures, regularly priced at $3.99. Now for the next 10 minutes, going for the low, low price of just $1.99. That's another blue light in your sporting goods department. And as always, we thank you for shopping at our Round Lake Kmart. Yep. That was me for a long time, longer than I probably wanted to be. And I want to just kind of clarify right off the bat that I have nothing against retail people. I have a lot of respect for people who work in retail, having worked in retail. Um, it just wasn't for me. Um, so my story kind of starts in 1979. I had graduated uh, a year and a half earlier at, from Antioch High School in 1978. And uh, at that time, had no idea of what I wanted to do with my life. None. No, no, I take that back. I know exactly what I wanted to do in my life. I wanted to be a professional actor and go on and be a star. But that wasn't really working out so well, so I was working at Kmart in Round Lake uh, up in the North Chicago area. Um, and... My mom and dad never really had the conversation with me about what I wanted to do. Um, you know, when I told them I wanted to be an actor, they kind of laughed and said, that's nice. And so then I kind of went with, I'll be a cab driver. And they were very excited about that when I graduated. But, so I was working at Kmart in Round Lake. I'd been there for about a year and a half and was going to uh, school in Chicago at a theater called St. Nicholas Theater Company. Uh, in the north side of Chicago, taking acting classes out there about three nights a week. Um, see, my mom, and, like I said, my mom and dad had never really talked to me, you know, about what I really wanted to do. I was, I, my, my brothers, uh, neither one of them had really any plans either. They were just kind of, one went into the Air Force and one was working at a factory nearby. So working at Kmart for me was just kind of that stepping stone to being a star. And so I was working there, I remember this day very clearly, it was in October, I had just turned 19, and I was uh, facing fishing lures or drilling bowling balls or, whatever, or sorting shotgun shell boxes or whatever I did in the sporting goods department, and I was really good at it um, because I used to have all the other departments come by and want me to do the blue-eyed specials for them. I knew I was a very good employee, I was very loyal, worked 40 hours a week. Um, and my manager, the department store manager, George Hickey, you, know, you can imagine the kind of things that we used to talk about as 19-year-olds about Mr. Hickey. But he was a great guy. I really liked him a lot. He was a wonderful manager, um, probably in his late 30s or so. And he came up to me, and he was just smiling from ear to ear, and he said, Dave, can we have a talk? And I'm like, yeah. He said, I got some really good news for you. 
And I was like, okay, so let's go in the back room. And I was like, okay. So I thought, oh, I'm going to get a raise, you know, or something. So I go back into the back room, and he sits me down, and he's just smiling and just smiling and looking at me and says, we've got some really good news. We, I just got out of a departmental meeting, all the department heads and the store manager, and, you know, we were kind of talking about our employees and our departments and stuff and throwing out some names of people that, you know, we think really do a good job, responsible, reliable, and your name came up. And he said, and I'll never forget this, and he said, we want to offer you the job of assistant sporting goods manager here at Kmart. And the moment after that, I remember being pretty much like a car crash. You know how things kind of slow down in an emergency? And my mind was going like 3,000 miles an hour. I had, I, I had, this was out of the blue. I had no idea that this was coming. I didn't expect this. I didn't think I was ever going to be a, a manager for a Kmart. And so everything seemed to go really slow. And I think some of my thought processes were, first of all, the very first thing that popped into my head was, I don't want to do this. <laughs> and he's just smiling, waiting for me. And I was like, but I got to come up with something. I can't tell him just, no, I don't want to do this. You know, because I got to give him a reason. So I'm thinking and thinking, I, I don't know what some of my thoughts were. Like I had a rare skin disease and I only had six months to live or something like that. You know, and I thought, well, that's not going to fly because they'd be able to see that. Or, you know, I thought, uh, I know, I'll tell them that, you know, George Lucas happened to be in Antioch last week and saw a production of My Fair Lady that I was in and wants me to play Mark Hamill in Empire Strikes Back. And he gave me a call. And I, no, that's not going to work either. You know, and I thought, well, I'll blame somebody else. I'll blame my mom and dad. You know, and I'm thinking, my mom and dad said I had to work on the farm, the family farm, so I had to quit this job. And I thought, no. George didn't know I didn't have a farm. We didn't live on a farm, but I figured he'd probably be able to find that out pretty easily. So the last thought that popped into my mind was the thing that came out of my mouth. And I don't know why this particular idea popped into my mind, but I knew I had to say something and say something pretty quick. So I said, I'm sorry, I am really flattered that you're asking me to do this, but I can't. And the look on his face just kind of dropped. You know, it's kind of like, you know, he was my dad, and I just told him I wasn't going to be taking over the family business kind of thing, you know. And he's like, why? And I said, because I'm going to college. Now, that was the first time I'd ever thought about going to college. <laughs> and I don't know why it came out of my mouth. I'm not exactly sure what what was motivating me. I knew that the classes that I was taking in Chicago really weren't going anywhere, and I thought I probably need to do something. So I told him I was going to college, and then I was prepared. I was preparing myself, and then everything kind of slowed down again, and I could see it forming in his head, all the questions. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to answer a lot of questions about things that I don't know the answers to. So he said, oh, that's great, Dave. Where are you going? <laughs> and I said... And so my brain started thinking again, well, who do I know that's going to college? Most of my friends weren't going to college. Oh, my friend Lori Joe's going to college. Where's she going? Oh, she's going to ISU. I'm going to ISU. He goes, that's great. He's like, when are you starting? Now, this is October, okay? <laughs> so, my, so my mind's going, well, it can't, be, it can't be like in the fall because that's already happened. And it can't be now because they don't start classes in the middle of October because I knew that from high school. So I said, January. And he goes, oh, you've already applied? And I'm like, yes. 
And I had no idea, absolutely no idea. So I blew off class that night in Chicago, came home and, to my, and, and surprised my mom and dad and said, guess what, I'm going to college. <laughs> and they're like, we can't help you. And I was like, I know, I know, I know you haven't saved any money for me and this is not a plan of yours. So I said, I got, I got he says, and, she, and my mom said, I, we have no idea. Nobody in my family had gone to college before this, no one. Not my aunts, not my uncles, not my brothers, nobody, not my mom and dad. Nobody knew anything about it. So this was like going into, you know, new territory for me. So the next day, um, I was off work, and so I called, um, I called down to ISU, and I got a hold of the admissions office, and says, yeah, we'll send you an application. And, like, and they said, do you take the ACT? I said, the AC what? This is the ACT test you got to take. If you got, what's your score on that? Like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, well, we'll send you the information for the ACT. And they said, she said, okay. So I did. And I took the ACT and I bombed it, but they didn't really matter. ISU didn't really care. So I get in there, all right, going into uh, ISU. I didn't see the university till about two days before my first class. When I walked into Watterson Towers, fourth floor Smith, and met my roommate for the first time. And from then, it was just uphill, trying to figure things out. But I ended up finally uh, settling on theater education because Ralph Lane uh, talked me into it. I was about a sophomore, not getting cast in any shows. And he said, you ever think about going into theater education? I said, no. Nope. He said, well, that's something you might think about doing if you're worried about getting cast. And I was like, okay. So 32 years later, I retired from teaching. And to this day, I can't imagine doing anything else, having done anything else. I loved my job. I absolutely, I go back to my school all the time and I substitute teach. I'm doing a long-term sub out there now for a lovely lady out there. And I love working with the students. And I think back to that time at Kmart when I was doing blue light specials for other departments. And I thought to myself, well, this really kind of gives a whole new meaning to the word blue light special. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you.